Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Always open to coming back. I mean, this is my first place I've been in for the past four years that, you know, I love Buffalo, love everything about it. But again, I feel like definitely got to go to Martin and see, you know, also that options as well. I feel like that's the business side of it and I got to take advantage of it. Bills wide receiver Gabe Davis. Not talks during the season. Didn't really happen. He's expected to hit free agency. I'll go see what other teams might offer to him. The Bills, of course, if they wanted to keep Davis, would have to pay him about mm, three to four times as much as he makes right now. Mm-hmm. He has been a good draft pick, great value, and a success story about drafting receivers. Also, a bit of a cautionary tale about maybe not giving too much to a guy that, um, in terms of a role, asking him to do more than he can. He was a great role player and had great games here. I feel I feel like he'll be fondly remembered. Just one of those guys that you know you you can't keep. It'll probably be a fine player in the league. For, yeah. He'll be he'll be fine. He'll be a wide receiver two-ish yeah. out there. Yeah, he's a he's a you know, red zone guy downfield blocks, yep. right? Like those guys, those guys exist yeah. in the league. He'll have a career time. for a little while. Robert Woods is still playing football, like ten years later. Yeah, I know they're different types of players, but yeah, Woods might have the kind of game that lasts long. We'll see. I mean, Davis tore his PCL in Miami in that game, so mm. um, he thought he was going to be good to come back next week. Right. Tough. Eight oh three oh five fifty to your calls. What are you thinking the day after on all this? We had laid out some stats in the first hour about McDermott's defenses in elimination games mm-hmm. and against Mahomes. And I think that's kind of the – it's not chicken or egg, Joe. It's the – what am I trying to say here? It's the uh, – well, I'll just lay it out instead of saying what it is. <laughs> They're so bad against Mahomes defensively in every playoff game they've ever played him Yeah, that it feels like they should simultaneously – Pour assets into defense and also never bother pouring assets into defense. Right. You know, which is it? And I think a lot of Bills fans are stop throwing money and assets and picks at this blazing fire that you can't put out. Especially because, hey, at this point, like this is going to be a huge point for me on why you pick receiver this year, is now that Allen's cap hit goes up. And $47 million. Forty-seven. They'll restructure it, I'm sure. It'll get lowered. It's not going to go down to where it's been, though, right? There's no way they're restructuring from $48 million to fifteen, right. or whatever it was this year. Diggs goes up. Von Miller goes up. They have monster contracts that are about to be on the books. It's about to get a lot harder than it's ever been before. The likelihood is they're going to have holes on defense every year. And if you just say, well, I've got this hole and this hole, and i got to stop Mahomes, i got to stop Mahomes – uh, you're, you're going to be doing that forever. Then yeah. you're going to you're going to you're going to completely ignore one side of the football in the premium rounds because you've got a hole defensively and you're worried about Patrick Mahomes picking it apart. Well, guess what? You're especially entering a phase now where that there's always going to be a hole. You just have to do your best to overcome that. 
And that's a little concerning to me about Sunday. Sure, they had holes, but they did not do a good job at all at trying to cover it up. They put A.J. Klein in a spot to get picked apart. He was on the street two weeks ago. And one thing about this offseason, and we'll get right to calls, I just want to make this point. Fair or unfair? Because we don't know if it'll be true. If they go with a defensive tackle in the first round over wide receiver, not even here to say that's the wrong thing to do. One thing is true. People will think McDermott runs the draft. That's that. Yeah. Like he doesn't want you to take offense. Right. You, hey, you got your tight end and your guard last year. I'm going to need help at defensive tackle, corner, safety. Spots that they probably do need help at. But if they pass on a stud receiver at 28 to go for a safety, I mean, Brandon Bean's opening himself up to people think McDermott runs the draft. Mm-hmm. Steve in Virginia. Hey, Steve. Morning, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Steve. I just uh, wanted to talk about all the assets that's been devoted to the defense, especially to the defensive line. I mean, they used two first-round picks, two second-round picks. They spent how much on Von Miller? Uh, they also spent nine Miller on Floyd, two point two five million on Ford. But yet, the past four years, they've given up twenty-seven points this year um, in the loss to the Chiefs. Twenty-seven last year to the Bengals. 42 the previous year, and 38 points uh, the year before that. But yet, nowhere near enough on offense. You know, it's just like offense is an afterthought. I mean, people always say, oh, hey, well, well the defense got banged up. I'm like, well, you know what? That happens on all phases of the team this time of the year. I mean, look at, you know, Beasley the last couple of years he was here. Towards the end of the season, he was less productive de- dealing with injuries. I'd probably say the same thing with Stephon Diggs this year. I mean, he you know wasn't nearly as productive. You know, yet the Bills continue to keep drafting lower round receivers or bringing in lower tier wide receivers, and it's not working. You know, I'm like, it was just you know so frustrating seeing those drops by Sheerfield and Diggs. And like you guys said, we don't have a deep threat. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Diggs can run deep, but that that's not a thing. And I think. Diggs, I mean, I know second half of the season, I don't know if it was Brady or if it's just, hey, injuries catching up. But, yeah, I mean, he definitely declined. But we need a true number two wide receiver. And people always say, well, yeah, well, it was Davis. I'm like, yeah, well, Davis was great as the number three wide receiver. And in that Chiefs game, he was the number three wide receiver going against the lower corner. So he was able to get behind him. But the previous season when he was the number two and this year, he wasn't productive as the number two. Yep. So I just wanted to get your thoughts. And also, I think as long as we have McDermott, he's going to continue that ridiculous eight-man you know, rotation at the front line, and it's, it's costing the team having all those assets devoted to the defensive line you know, where, where it could be used elsewhere. Yeah. just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Thanks, Steve. Right. I mean, so many. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com assets to the defense this was the year they finally did it on the offense when it, you know Connor mcgovern osiris yeah. torrance dalton kincaid two free agents and hardy and Sherfield that were you know not huge spends but this was the year they finally did it I, I i'm gonna just keep leaning back on one thing about 
how they're going to get through this. And maybe Joe Brady is their way through. Who is the one deciding what the offense looks like, mm-hmm. how it will play? I keep asking this. You know, whenever we talk about it and Sal says, rightly, you know, Sal's told us, they've been wanting to go to 12 for a while. Who wanted that? Right. Bean, McDermott, because whoever wanted it drives the bus to get Dalton Kincaid and, you know, Dawson Knox's pay. When they go to this offseason, will it be like, well, we got to get back to that that plan we had? Right? They wanted to be that team. They did, yeah. Is that over? Or did they always want to be that team? Because you're going to draft a receiver. Let's say they do it. First-round receiver. Diggs mm. and Adonai Mitchell yeah. or Malik Neighbors, they trade up, whatever. Yep. And Shakir. And you're going to take one of them off the field for a tight end. All the time. More than any team in the league. It's it, To me, this point about identity has been huge about them. What do they really want to be? We know what they want to be defensively. That's one thing about, to your point, Joe, about offensive coach, defensive coach. What does McDermott want his defense to be? Never a doubt. He wants to play base nickel defense, rotate defensive tackles and defensive ends, keep yep. bodies fresh on the defensive line, and have vets in the secondary he can count on to play his system. Boom. Print it. Mm-hmm. That's his defensive philosophy, and it has worked quite a bit. Offensively, what do they want to be? Well, three receivers. Well, yak yeah. team. Well, pass-catching running back. J.D. McKissick is really important. <laughs> Naheem Hines is really important. Actually, we're a 12 team. Mm-hmm. Like The answers just keep changing. And I think that's really frustrating because it's been quite obvious for a long time that the thing that got them to greatness was Diggs, Brown, Beasley, and Davis. Right. That's what got you to greatness. Now, they're just always kind of, well, well, we want to, it's important to do this and it's important to do this. Okay. Well, is there, is this a slow play? Is it a slow drip all the way back to becoming more of a run oriented team? Right. The team that they were in that game against the Chiefs. And he he just thinks, if we play like that and I get some stops, I'm going to be good. Yeah. Wait, wait, which game against the Chiefs? This past one. This past, this this one. Because how many people have pointed out the offense executed fairly well. McDermott said he thought the offense executed well. He just thinks, if I can plug my holes in the boat and I can supplement my defense, give me another young defensive tackle, give me another linebacker for some depth. They've been drafting third-round linebackers and – that's where, that's where my concern is. Like, what are what is to be learned from Sunday's game? I, I think the coach sounded like on Sunday that what is to be learned is that their offense that that's what his he wants his offense to look like. He's good with that. He he does. What do you mean we need a, another wide receiver? We just need a guy. Well, maybe we need a guy to replace Gabe Davis. But I I got twenty four points. I got all that time of possession. I got yeah. you know all that ball control and field position, and we got it. Didn't turn the ball over. I'll take that. I'll take that every day of the week. That's my concern, is that the coach sounded like that on Sunday and that he sounds like i got to get my defense right. And I, I don't – does he think he can do it? Because, listen, no Matt Milano. They've had Matt Milano in a lot of these Chief games. They still picked him I mean, apart. Right, Matt Milano gave up the game-winning touchdown to Kelsey in the 13 seconds game. Not like that's his fault exactly, but no. like he's on the field for that. But Tredavious White's played in a bunch of these games that have been important. You know, the Bengal game last year, and Poyer and Hyde have been in better forms of themselves in some of these games in the past. And you've had, you know, you've had Tremaine Edmonds instead of yeah. A.J. Klein playing middle linebacker. They've They've been healthy for some of these games. Yeah. And it's the same thing. John and Albany fast before the break. Hey, John, good morning. 
Yeah, sure. How you doing? So I'm to this point where I'm not an X and O guy. I could be convinced to sway one way or the other. I just think about the individual player, Josh Allen. And my takeaway the last two days is that everybody's like the sadness for this guy who were like in the midst of greatness, but will he ever get his opportunity? I'm a Mattingly fan for life. A guy who played around crap, but was amazing. I feel like I'm a major fan of a football down Mattingly. And I wonder, do you guys ever, just as fans of a person, ever start to think, you know, I hope this guy leaves us at some point so he can individually have that success. And I can watch my guy and follow him and let him be successful and have that moment, even if it means setting the team aside. Yeah. Thanks, John. I mean, that's, uh, I that's not have that thought. That gets to a that. pretty, pretty dark territory yeah. when you're hoping a good player leaves your team so that player can win. Uh-huh. I don't think it's that dark around here. But regarding how fans feel about Allen and how he is, you know, not exactly above the team, but I mean, my wife said to me yesterday, I feel so bad for Josh. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think your main point there resonates that, yeah, people want him to win because of what he puts out there for the team every single week. And yeah. that's another part of like what all the talk has been like, get him some help. Don't ask him to do so much. And at the end of the day, what was the season asking him to do everything Yeah, again? 8030550. Thanks, John, for the phone call. Uh, open line for you. We'll get to more of your calls. Sell on the way at 8 o'clock. We'll get to Matt Beauvais at 7.30, Howard Simon, Don Granado at 9.30. The Sabres are out west, a uh, Sabres after dark trip. So uh, on to Sabres season. Check the standings. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm more maybe, worried. Maybe, I'm, no, I can't. I can't maybe you haven't it. started. You know, all the Middlestat stuff's going to start kicking up about they're just going to trade him. Right? I, I guess, yeah. yeah. He said they haven't talked contract. Right. 803-0550. Jeremy and Joe and your calls. And the shocking, shocking highest graded player by PFF in that game against Kansas City. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.